Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat of the Wild. This season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. I'm your host, Brian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jeremy. Hello. And BC. How's it going? Oh, it is wonderful. Uh, I have been on pins and needles all week just just waiting to uh, find out what happens to Link. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So much happens to Link. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Link is all I care about because he is my avatar, so... Yeah. You know, there's other people here, but it's really his story. I mean, whose name's on the game, for crying out loud? Exactly. <laughs> Why did I let you host? <laughs> uh, momentary lapse of judgment. Uh, so, when we uh, last left our hero, he had received a strange message uh, from a mysterious entity beckoning him to enter inside the castle... Uh, so I don't know about you guys, but I definitely mowed all the grass and refilled all my items for whatever crazy fight was about to wait. You know, some dangerous monster that was about to await us inside. No, I just ran right in. Yeah? Yeah. I thought it was weird because we, like, I don't know if you guys did the exact same thing as I did, but in our last episode, I saved and quit and then started up the game here. And it's weird how far away it starts you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't start you on the boat. It, yeah, it's in this like back little corner of the little garden area. A place I never go or well, there's really. Nothing, have, yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah, I, it's, I don't even think about it. I, I forgot that it was even there. Yeah, it's odd that it starts you there. That's well, your spawn point, I guess. Full disclosure, I didn't realize we were supposed to stop before we went into the castle. Uh. So last time I went to the castle and like did the next thing. And okay. I was like... And so when you were like, this episode ends on a cliffhanger, I was like, what cliffhanger? It's pretty clear what we need to do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, you can also, uh, Tetra kind of follows behind you here. Uh, I got her stuck on some rocks. It was pretty great. And then went into the castle without her. Uh, but she was still there. So sadly, I have to keep hanging out with the pirate captain. I'm so glad they didn't do a thing where like, if you ran too fast, she was like, hey, slow down. It's like... <laughs> No, we have this takes two minutes. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we basically the, the door to the basement is open again. So we head back down to the 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 master sword room or the, the room with the um, uh, stained glass windows, the room with the stained glass windows. It's the room where it happens, the room where it happens or happened. Down in the basement, a hulking figure in a red robe stands before us with his back turned. Santa! It's Santa. Uh, he, he, uh, I mean, Tetra wants to know how he was able to use the pirate's charm, and he's like, yo, I made that thing. <laughs> like, that's from, a, it's descended from Gossip Stones from Ocarina. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, another little callback to Ocarina. They'll, they'll squeeze them in anywhere they can, I guess, at this point. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been so long. Like, did the Gossip Stones do anything besides tell you the time? Uh, if you use the Mask of Truth, they'll tell you, they'll each tell you a, a, a Fishman-style secret. Yeah, and they're also rockets. 
Oh yeah, if you bomb sure, them, sure. They, they they do turn into rockets. All I haven't these tried things that. Are important. <laughs> I haven't tried that with the pirate's charm yet. This is all going to be important for Zelda three when we uh, come back from the moon. Right. Take notes. I <laughs> uh, uh, the mysterious red robed man gets all emo about the past. Starts talking about more ocarina stuff, basically. And with the dramatic turn, reveals himself to be Daphnis Nohansen Hyrule. Bum, bum, bum. And who is that? Yeah, that's right. He's the king of Hyrule, or a king of Hyrule. And so my thing is, does this mean canonically Zelda's name is Zelda Hyrule? Yes. That's a terrible name. Yeah, I never thought about that. That's true. That's kind of awful. Like... Or maybe maybe her name is uh, Zelda Nohansen, and Hyrule is just like tacked on because that's his kingdom. But it's her kingdom too, right? So she's Zelda Nohansen Hyrule. So I've just made it worse. Yeah, I mean, I think we don't know her middle name, but yeah, she's Zelda Hyrule. But I mean, you know, when we ever meet Zelda, we can ask her. Okay, all right. Yeah. So it turns out he was Carl the whole time. The King of Red Lions was an actual king of Hyrule. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I totally would not have done this if the Master Sword had been sparkling. Or, you know, is, is, that's what they call it when it's powerful, I guess. So if you had had a sparkling sword and killed Ganon, I would have just been like, cool, I'm always a boat, and you didn't know that. You didn't know I was a king. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically he fills in a little bit more of the pieces of the story for us that uh, when the people cried out for you know Link to save them and he did not return... They had no choice but to ask the gods for help, and they were like... They had this great idea. <laughs> Look, I'm going to do something. This has never been done in folklore or legend ever before. Uh, have you ever heard of a flood myth? Yeah, so basically the gods flooded Hyrule, and the islands that remain are the mountaintops. They told everybody to go to the mountaintops first. Yeah. Well, I mean, like in, in typical flood myth fashion that's one of the tropes is like god's warning worthy people ahead of time like yo we're either gonna do this or my brother's gonna do this you should probably like get out while you can uh or build a boat you know if you if you're a fan of the bible you can build a boat and get some animals or but someone is usually warned ahead of time i thought the the interesting thing here was in i, I could be misremembering this but you know he made it sound like yo link showed up and then link just pieced out they're like he was the hero and he left as soon as he left hyrule he wasn't the hero anymore yeah like he had to he had to uh, turn in his badge like yeah. the 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 triforce of courage he no longer had held claim to it there's by no leaving hyrule. hero ship it's like you gotta declare one country and that's where you're here yeah at like you know turn in your sword and your badge. well he already turned in his sword he, he put it in the pedestal so <laughs> Yeah, if you if you want to go look for your friend, you're gonna to have to like not be a law enforcer in this in this kingdom anymore. So, how far did the hero of time go? I don't know. And I, like, if they flooded the world, well, I what I'm oh yeah, well he's in, he's he's dead. We already figured that out. I mean, he fell down a little hole and broke his leg, and no one could help him, <laughs> and he drowned there. Yeah. Well, I guess the question is, did they flood the world by adding water, or did they flood the world by lowering the land? That's what you got to oh. wonder. 
I'm not going to uh, waste I, any brain cells on that. I, I think he's. <laughs> I think he still drowns. Either way. Um. Also, how much time has passed since Ocarina? Is this the same kingdom? Uh. Would this have just been? Don't like, they always could... just like round it to like a clean thousand every time? Sure. Okay. So so time has passed. So this is uh, this is the king during the time when a link did not show up. I've he's, always he, assumed that there was a thousand year gap between this and Ocarina. Because, I mean, we, we have, like, evolution. He, he says hundreds of years at some point since since the the flooding happened. A thousand is ten one hundreds. It is. That would be ten hundred. Yes. So, yeah, as, as long as time has passed and, like, what Link did to Ganon only lasted like three years or something yeah. they're like they're like yeah oh, this crap. is really messed up it happened two months ago <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear about this <laughs> okay yeah. so they need to stop ganon we've met ganon by flooding everything all they really did was stop his power because ganon's on they they didn't like keep Ganon down in the water. No, he's they're in a little dry area. And like, so what was the point? To keep him down there, guys. I don't think these goddesses know what's best for us. Well, well, what they should have done was had a link, and then then we could have gotten another game, and then Ganon would actually be defeated. What we but needed have... was a link and a Linkle. Uh, sure, I'd take a Linkle. I'll always take a Linkle. We we could all have uh, Linkles. All God's children need Linkles. I, I'll take a Linkle, but with a better name. Please, <laughs> any name but Linkle. <laughs> I'll, I'll, okay, I'll give you that. All right. Well, so, how about how about this? Instead of that, let's see. Uh, Ganon was right about Tetra's necklace. He's like, no, that's that's something special. But yeah, in fact, it it is a piece of the Triforce of Wisdom. That's why his hand reacted. Uh, but only like a, a big piece of it, not the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was passed down from her mother for generations. Uh, and he has the other piece, uh, old uh, Daphne. So that means that she's descended from him. And that means Tetra is Zelda. And she has to put on a dress. And get whitewashed. And yeah, and just be like, how do you do? Yeah, it's it like all Liza Doolittle real fast. I thought that was like the weirdest thing because it's like, oh, you have this power and immediately you have like this thousand year old outfit. Like you can't have the power <laughs> without the thousand year old outfit hand in hand. Well, it kind of makes sense with, with uh, Coral's motivations, which come up later. Um, we have already seen him being emo about the past. So it, it we're kind of we're kind of going at his behest here we're, we're doing what carl wants so are you saying that the king dressed up tetra yeah yeah he's like here you know we need we need a zelda now like put on can't this have a dress. without a zelda so here here's your magic dress which okay. so the weird i just thing want to me... things to be back he just wants things to be back to normal he wants well, his crap normal again well because like tetra has a name like her name is tetra like link uh-huh he's like the new link but his name is actually link He's like just a dude who has the name of the legendary hero. Yeah, they're both links. Like Tetra has a name. He's like, oh yeah, you're Princess Zelda. It's like, no, I'm 
Princess Tetra. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not your dead daughter. Like, yeah. cool if you it. want, if if you want, I don't have a middle name. That slot's open. If you want to call me Tetris Zelda of the ocean, I assume <laughs> <laughs> like what her last name would be. Well, going by the naming conventions, it would just be pirate ship. But uh, right, right. Okay, yeah. Of Tet- the well, does her ship have a name? That's a good question. Yeah, we we should yeah look into that some someday. I don't think it really does. Until we confirm it's Tetris of the pirate ship. So. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Coral, uh, you know, bringing back up Link is just a random dude. He kind of apologizes, like, sorry I messed up your life. Um, but but just remember, you're not important. <laughs> you're not descended from anyone, just so you know. Keep that in mind. Uh, I really appreciate your hard work uh, and everything you've done. Uh, random, insignificant peon. Sorry, I forgot to buy the backup battery for the uh, Sword of Evil's Bane. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> we're gonna need we're gonna need to we're gonna need to go out and buy the uh, power to repel evil and uh, patch it in to the sword so that you can actually defeat Ganon now. Um, sorry, this whole thing is real silly, and I I'm, I just I've been sleeping for a while and I'm really tired and I kind of messed up some of this stuff. So back in my day, these kind of things were really popular. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's also got the blink ability. I mean, I take it just because he's a ghost. But yeah, uh, why? I mean, th- he doesn't okay. go very far. They didn't. They didn't have time to animate him. Yeah, so they're just like because he bloop. doesn't walk. He turns around, and that's that's the only animation they gave him. Yeah, other than him just standing there and his arms moving, probably. Yeah. So like, I get. I just. I, get, I can't help but constantly think about like the crunch that they went through yep. making this game and we're like it, that looks weird and it's because almost certainly they didn't have time to animate it mm-hmm. yeah so he he blinks about six times to get out of this room mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's real weird he his I don't know maybe he's an old ghost so he he can't blink as far as he used to he's got a 15 foot range yeah it's it's really sad uh, i mean thankfully he can use it as many times a turn as he wants but... yeah <laughs> uh yeah so now we we say goodbye to tetra for now she has to stay down here it's the safest place this room she's like uh, yo is there food down here i can't remember are the dudes uh, outside gone because i thought when we walked back in the dudes were still out there the guys we killed? I don't think so. All right. I think we had to kill every no, single one of them. To no, open they're all gone. Door it's, all, it's all safe. Okay. To open the barrier. Yeah. Uh, the barrier also still there. So, um, yeah. So she also kind of says, hey, sorry. This is all real silly and you got mixed up in it. Um, I, yeah, I, I wanted to, to re-mention the things uh, I brought up last time we were here, the, the two paintings on the wall outside the, the main entrance, or inside the main entrance. Uh, one of them is an actual portrait of the king. And the other one is uh, of Princess Tetra and her, like, royal guards or servants or attendants. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is... It's Tetra in the middle, and Zelda's guards are her pirate crew. Yeah, they so, look very similar their descendant as well i guess everyone's important except us which is yeah it's weird <laughs> it's a neat it's a neat picture i i when i first saw that way back in the day i was like oh that's cool okay 
it's like when people that like work together as like a crew, they're just like, you know, we're family here. And it's yeah. like, oh, they might actually be family there. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we say goodbye to Tetra. We head back up to the surface and he, Coral fills us in on the general location or well, actually the, the actual squares for the final two uh, dungeons and tells us to awaken the sages of these temples. Yeah, when you were talking about where we're going to be playing next, I was just like, oh, so this is real simple. Like, I'll just, like, because especially since I've done all the exploring, I was like, I'll just, I mean, I just go to those spots and I'll get the the fire and ice arrows, I guess. Nope. Yeah. Nope, nope, not quite. Yeah, no. Yeah, so the, the temples are actually located down in old Hyrule, but with the magic barrier blocking our access, we have to we have to get to them from the sea. So these are the two spots... Uh, he also goes on another tangent about Ocarina again, because, like I said, he's he's real emo for the past. Did you play that game? It was really cool. I really loved it. Oh, my God. You have to play it. It changed everything. Uh, he gives us uh, a convenient exp- explanation for uh, Link's Triforce of Courage. We kind of talked about that, that it's just like, hey, give it back. We're going to we're going to we're going to cut it up and hide it. Uh, along a, uh, I don't know if you've looked at the map for the Triforce, the shards, but it's basically along the same uh, latitude. We're just going to hide them all in a line. Yeah, I've got my map, and I've got, I have like all but two, maybe three pieces now at this point. Um, Yeah, they are like really close together on the x-axis. Yeah. Yeah, just, just, we're going to put it on the 39th parallel and just keep going. There's just like one up in the weird top corner by itself, but like every all the others are like clustered together practically. Yeah. So yeah, he adds this uh, gathering of the eight Triforce pieces to our list of quests, and with all of that uh, exposition over, it's time to get out there and explore. Woo! Mm-hmm. Spent a good long time. Uh, I had a day off uh, for my birthday this week, and just. Just got out there and and had a ball. Um, I guess what we should first talk about is uh, Cyclos. BC, you said you got him, you knocked him out last week. Yeah, so I knocked him out last week. Um, That was like as soon as we got the bow and arrow and we were out of the tower. That was the first thing I did. Yeah. Because like sailing around everywhere manually, not, not cool. (laughs) i had enough things to to explore that i hadn't yet or like around the edges of the map that i figured uh i don't necessarily need it just now also i have uh memories and fears of missing him and then just getting thrown randomly across the map so i was like i'm gonna wait till i get my my quiver upgraded before i just unload arrows on his face which is what i ended up doing unloading a bunch of arrows on his face well, the first time I saw him, I did intentionally lose, but that was to get a picture of him. Okay. But that was, I keep going back and forth of like me wanting to do something with pictures. And then I'm like, if I'm not going to hundred percent him, why do I bother at all? No. And I'm not going to do that. That's been my feeling on it. <laughs> yeah. After looking at a couple of the other things, like, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it. Like one of the side things that you can do if you want a hundred percent is a really stupid slide puzzle thing. That you have to do like sixteen times. Uh, that I'm not going to. So you have to do that, that slide puzzle sixteen times. Mm-hmm. Where is that? In the cabana. So that's in the cabana. Oh, okay, right. Um, yeah. No. No thanks. Yeah. 
I mean, the thing is, all you get is rupees, but if I'm talking about 100%, that's I part of it. I want to beat that slide? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I got I got Cyclos, and I started to... I, like, I think just throughout the the season, you guys have done way more, like, exploration and follow-up than I have, and I've just kind of been saving it for, like, now. So a lot yeah. of it was just, like, me trying to do catch-up of, like, hey, let me get all these upgrades. Let me try and figure out these puzzles. Let me do this whatever thing that I I mean you're just being the considerate one in the group of waiting for our exploration episode to talk about exploration (laughs) (laughs) but my excuse is that I'm playing on the hero mode I need to get all those heart pieces so it's like I need to go and off the beaten path and build up as much as I can before I go into these battle areas That, that was one thing I like as I was going around and like picking up heart pieces it was like some of like some of the islands I went to is like all right whatever the I'm supposed to do isn't immediately apparent or like hey I gotta sail over here and pull up this treasure chest or whatever and it's gonna take time and it's like I'm not like so far I haven't had an issue of like dying so it's yeah like, having yeah a ton I, of I would agree pieces, with that like, I mean if... going to see the world is like I don't need more hearts probably. It has always been the case outside of like two or three of the Zelda games. The Zelda series is easy. It's never been a challenging game. That's why I always like hero mode. Like when anytime they're just like, we've added this version that makes the game hard. I'm like, cool. Because I've never ha- I've never found the Zelda games challenging in terms of like the fighting. Once they get to a certain point, like they become very easy. Yeah, you get you can get overpowered super quick in these kind of games. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it is almost always like the very beginning of every game is the hardest one when you you only have those three hearts. Like the first dungeon is almost always like the hardest in terms of like fighting enemies. You're still learning the game too. Mm-hmm. I mean, each game is usually very similar, but you know, there's still a learning curve to, to some of it. Yeah. I I've been doing, I've gotten it. You can get mobbed pretty easily in, in certain situations, but I've really only gotten down, like lost four or five hearts and, Especially when they're mobbing you, they they tend to drop a lot of hearts because there's a lot of bad guys, so you can run around the room. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about. I I ended up hitting that Wizrobe Tower. We can talk about that a little bit. But uh, what what we get for Cyclops beating him is he gives us the Warp Song, which will allow us to hit. I think there's like eight warp points on the map. Something, Something like, that. like that. Um, and so it just allows us to to get around easier uh one of those warp points though does not help you get around easier it takes you right yeah. to the mother and child aisle which is the one requirement i gave for this episode uh this area is completely blocked off this island from the outside you have to use the warp spell to even get to the middle and once inside we meet the queen of all fairies and just a side note, you have to have, I, I, I assume it's like the Master Sword that triggers it, I'm, but, or maybe okay. it's just beating Forsaken Island. No, it has to be Forsaken Island, because I think we already had the sword, but... Did you try going there? I tried to go there immediately, because, like, you know, I think the intention is that, like, you'll, it's the closest warp point to Forbidden Island, so if you go and you immediately get uh, Cyclos' song, and then you're like, "Well, I got to go to Forbidden Island. It's right there, so it's, you're gonna land there." And it's like, I "Oh, might I as can't well. sail anywhere from here. I just am on this random in this random grotto." 
Um, so yeah, if you go there before that, they basically tell you it's not your time yet. Like Destiny. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Destiny hasn't ordained that you get the power yet. So I yeah, to you come don't. Back. You don't know. You don't know Daphne yet. So. <laughs> Go talk to Big D. <laughs> uh, so once once you do have a, a heart to heart with old Daffy, uh, she will grant you the use of the fire and ice arrow. And they just had to make this as creepy as possible, didn't yep. they? Incredible. Everything um, about it, even when she, you're getting the power from the little fairies, it's weird. And and the queen of all fairies is uh, a child. She's almost like a doll. Like, like not a, even yeah. necessarily like a child, but like a doll. But yeah. she is uh she she seems to like what Link is throwing down. Just uh, weird. <laughs> well, I mean, and and I was thinking about it from the terms of uh, she's Breath probably of the Wild. thousands of years old. Exactly, yeah. she's thousands of years old, and she like killed that doll she had to give us the power of fire and ice, which I thought was weird. To to show us that like she has dolls of the other great fairies. Like mm-hmm. I'm such a big fairy that. They are my plaything, and I'm going to rip this one open, I guess. But then um, she makes the little fairies that you catch in a bottle, and they come up to you, and then they go inside of you, and it looks uncomfortable. Like, Link well, makes, like, a squirming face when he does it, which he never does. Whenever he pops a bottle of a fairy, he's always just like, yeah. I'm, but I'm, this I'm, time I'm, he's I'm, like, ugh, ah, ooh. Gross. Well, it burns and is very cold at the same time. Yeah. It's like Ben Gay. Yeah, it's see, but it's good for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, I, I was reminded of the giant Amazon great fairy ladies from Breath of the Wild, and I'm just like, yeah, that was creepy, in a kind of like, you know, older aunt sort of creepy way. This is creepy as like, I don't, I don't even know. It's just, it's two different levels of well, cringe. It's, it is Japanese horror inspired. Yeah, like even the music has changed, where it's got that like clicking noise that they do for like Japanese horror music. Like everything about it was reminiscent of Japanese horror. Okay, as opposed to like a lot of the other fairy stuff that we see, it's all just like it's kind of silly and kind of like overwhelming. But it's like they wanted this to be creepy, and it doesn't really make sense. It's not. We just show up there to get a special power, and they're just like, "Oh, welcome!" And it's like, why? Why is it like this here? <laughs> Hey, they haven't had a they haven't had a legendary hero in a thousand years. Cut them some yeah, they're, I guess so. They're all pent up for it. Um, so uh, yeah, now uh, that will grant us access to where we're gonna go for next episode. But it's also just a good thing to have. So I wanted to get it out of the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Up front, the exploring. All right, this is probably a good spot to take a break. So we'll be back in just a little bit. This is Todd from Super Nintendats. Join Mike and I each week as we drag our kids through the best and worst of 80s and 90s pop culture. What can they expect, Gabe? I wrote a Willow sequel, a poem about Bo Jackson. You made me play Night Trap. But who's worse? Todd nearly blinded his five-year-old kid with cheap 3D glasses. According to the 1993 Senate Committee hearing on violence in video games, you are dead. Ah, what does Joe Lieberman know anyway? He repealed Don't Ask, Don't Tell, helped create the Department of Homeland Security, won the popular vote, but still lost an election. You know what? Stay off Wikipedia. We're watching Outfall Weekend, and we're playing the Master System game, too. New episodes of the Super Nintendo's entertainment podcast every week right here on Greenwire. Where's the Master System? 
Hey you! Yeah you! Do you like podcasts? Are you into anime? Does analysis happen to tickle your pickle? Then look no further. Here at the Spirit Hunters Podcast, we happen to love all three. Every week, we'll be watching, recapping, and analyzing episodes of Yoshihiro Togashi's famous manga and anime, Hunter Hunter. Check us out at the Spirit Hunters on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Uh, the other one of the other big things I want to bring up is the six reefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are a big um, uh, a stopping point. You want to check these out because they each contain a sea chart to a special chart. Mm-hmm. There's so, a, it's it's crazy. Like I, I feel like I hadn't seen a bunch of these before because there's some of them where I'm just like, what kind of chart is this? Like why I don't remember this stuff at all. I I have forgotten a few of them. Um yeah, like the light ring chart. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, don't remember that at all. That if there's a there if there's a full moon, there are there's certain like, spots where that like, like fill up. Yeah, and and there's just lots of money to be to be had. The the smaller circles that uh usually have like 20 to maybe 50 sometimes rupees in them, 10 rupees. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know if that means those those lights will have more money, or if there's just they a ton don't. Of them. There's just a bunch because I okay. went after a couple of them. Okay, we're like the huge like spouts of light that like go no, 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 no. Those are the treasure charts. It's like an island will be surrounded by like five or six of the little ones. Really, that's it. Yeah, but I mean, you're talking, you know, three hundred rupees that you can get from there. Oh, okay. So maybe they do have a little bit more money. I, I can I can say again, it may be an HD thing. Every time I see just a random one on the ocean, it's always fifty. Oh, okay, mine are always twenty. Again, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's a HD I, thing. I stop and get them every time, but yeah, I need I need that money. Um, so the way the reefs work is there's usually a handful of cannon boats, and then uh, a bunch of cannons on the wall that you have to take mm-hmm. all of them out. And when you do that, a treasure chest will appear on one of the, uh, the, these are all, there's six of them and they all have, they look like the, uh, the faces of a six sided die. Mm-hmm. So one on one of the pillars in the middle will be a shield. And, and it's usually, it's kind of a little, you have to scout out the area, figure out where the tallest point around the edge of the, of the map or the Island is and figure out the best way to fly in, grab the chest and then if you know that the that the reefs give you the special chart you make a note of it like i did i i wrote down each number just to make sure i picked up all of these charts uh we get the light ring chart the secret cave chart the sea hearts chart the island hearts chart the great fairy chart and the octo chart i'm really upset that the heart charts don't check them off cuz we have a number I of different charts that. that don't that, that we have a number of charts that do check things off, like the Triforce ones. They check off on those, or th- do they? On yours? I don't know. Maybe on the chart itself, it, it'll circle it. Maybe. Okay. Well, so. they do that. Well, they do that on like the HD one for the Triforce. Okay. Triforce uh, maps. charts. Yeah, the map. The it'll incredible check chart. Off those ones. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you if if your like hearts chart or your you know, secret cave chart or something. I was going to ask if they checked off on yours because they don't on ours. And, Mm-mm. and I would like that very much. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, I was I was keen to at least get all of these. Uh, there there are also a few more. There's like a submarine chart and um, crap. I'm drawing a blank on some of the other ones, but I, I ran into a few different charts. Outside I've got of one these. that tells me where all of those like crow's nest looking. Yes, the platform are. chart. Yeah, which is just weird. Um, yeah, I think I've hit most of those by now. Like, there, you don't get anything special from. No, them. you get you get like Rupees maybe money, and, like, some loot. The golden feather here, there. Yeah. Uh, we, if you hit the mailbox up after this uh, whole section, you will get a nice long letter from your sister, who is hanging out with pirates. I got a bunch of letters, actually. Yeah, I got, I, I got a couple, but this is the the one big highlight. Uh, if you want to mm. talk about some of your correspondence, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, she she goes into detail, uh, uh, tells us all the names of all the pirates, and and. And tells us little funny stories, and it's real sweet. I, she doesn't really go home. I think she just stays on the pirate ship. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's taking them a real long time to get there, or they're keeping her safe there. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the only safe option if they're still abducting tiny blonde girls. I mean, well, we killed that bird, and we don't know where Ganon is right now. So, yeah, but I guess yeah, better safe than sorry. Uh, I did heal up Grandma, and then she okay. sent me a letter. Basically saying, I hope you're doing okay. Uh, I want to help you out any way I can. Here's all the money I've saved up. And she gave me 20 rupees. So yeah, I'm like... A, a crisp, clean 20. So did uh, so did, so did, did our sister. She got she did some odds and ends for Nico and, mm-hmm. and got paid and sent us a nice crisp $20 rupee. Which is nice after I had to... After I had to pay for the, the incredible chart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did go around and I've got... Uh, how many charts do I have completed? I want to say like 36 or something like that. Yeah, I was, completed. I don't think I have nearly that many, but I was definitely crisscrossing all over the map and just every time I ran into one, taking care of it. Uh, even when I got the warp, I was still going the long way because for a lot of these, uh, just so I could pass extra islands and see if I had the C chart ready for it or not. I love when I like get up close to one of the big spots and I can just like turn my sail off and then just like stop immediately and drop it right down and pick it up. And I'm just like, mm. it's like, like a 360 no scope yeah. of like getting those treasure chests. And for, okay. Uh, a weird thing that happened that I do not ever recall seeing before is I picked up a pot out of the ocean and Link just gave it a weird look and dropped it back down. I have never seen that before. That's weird. I haven't either. I like anytime there isn't anything, it just does the like plunk at the bottom and then you have to just bring it back up and nothing happens. That is new to me. Yeah, I've only got like either the chest or nothing. Yeah, and it was crazy because it's like I got the animation and bring it back up and it was just like a pot. And then it, huh. it had like barnacles on it and stuff or whatever. And he just like looks at it weird and then it just drops back down. And I was like, I have never seen that before. That's really weird. Uh, I've got a, a kind of funny story too, where uh, I found one of the, the telescope guy. Oh! <laughs> yes, and and I was like, oh, you know, usually when I see them, I immediately go like, oh, what's he looking at? And I stood next to him. I got my telescope out. I'm like searching, like maybe maybe I'm not looking in the right area. And I like moved behind his shoulder and was doing it, and he's not looking at anything. And then I talked to him, and he's like, oh <laughs> yes, man, I know this one. This kaleidoscope is so sweet. Oh. <laughs> and then I looked at the map and he was staring he w- we were on 
an, an edge uh, mm-hmm. square, and he was staring off off the edge of the map into nothing, basically. And I was like, all right, I see what you did there, game. Good, good, good job. Good call. Yeah. So I, I actually, when I went to the Cabana Island, I, I saw yeah. him, and he was like, he's like, oh, there's like two seagulls. No, four. No, like eight seagulls. Mm-hmm. Like they're all flying around. And I was like looking and it's like, I see no seagulls. I see absolutely nothing. <laughs> so if this is something I'm supposed to figure out. I'm just not going to worry about it. Yeah. If you basically just follow where he's looking, you'll see some seagulls and then you'll get into a battle with a giant octo. I've been, so I've been, well, I guess I didn't, wasn't thinking about the seagulls, but I've been like looking around for like the giant octos, just like sailing I want to say there's only like four of them. So mm, six, maybe seven. I think there's one, four, three, eight, and two twelve eyes. Okay, that, but that I mean, it's not that's right. not a lot given the size of the map. No, right? and like and if they're you're just wandering around, and they're not located near uh, landmass for the most part. They're like in the corner of a map. There's maybe one that's pretty close. There is a big octo map that you can get yes there you no, where they're at. that is one of the uh you get on the six aisle reef i think the six eye reef i think yeah so i guess i should just do that like i went to one of the reefs and like blew some stuff up but i didn't like i just left um yeah after, like blowing up some of the boats but yeah i i think like because I, I know one of the one of the octaves gives you like the bomb upgrade no it gives you the magic doubler oh, which magic i w. I did end up getting this time. And and the only reason why I realized it, because I'd forgotten where we get this from, and Jeremy had talked about it, mm-hmm. uh, is that one of the maps, the Great Fairy chart, uh, the Great Fairy at the Mother and Child Isle, the picture, the little drawing on the map has a, uh, a wand that's lit up. Mm-hmm. And then on the spot where you find uh, the Big Octo, also has a great fairy lit up, and she is trapped in that big octo. Uh, yeah, so I needed that uh, magic doubler to get uh, to be able to take floating on the floating challenge. Course. Yep. Yes, Which I screwed the, this one up numerous times because I think I was like letting my leaf out too early because you have just enough magic to make it all the way across, but I kept falling like literally a oh. foot short of the goal every time. And so like there is, you do have to like jump off and like, let yourself fall a little bit forward before you let your leaf go. Cause if you okay. do, if you just like jump off and immediately pull your, your leaf out, you're going to drain your magic all the way down before you can get to the, to the end. Yeah. Like, and it, it's just short of it. It was, it was aggravating. And then I was like, okay, that the first little wind, uh, spout thing is really low. So like, if you, you can't like, get it, just... if you do, if you open it immediately. So okay, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. You do need to like fall a bit because you do fall forward. So you're like still jumping forward. So you're gaining like a couple feet just by like falling. It probably that makes that makes a lot of sense. So uh, my first my first one was a disaster. I got got my wind waker out, got the wind going the right direction, and then jumped in and tried to open my sail. Because I hadn't <laughs> equipped my Korok leaf, and Jeez. and they they definitely uh, gave me crap for it. They're like, "Yeah, a whopping seven seven yards, man." 
Are we just naming off other locations? Yeah, yeah. We're doing right now. Uh, yeah, go for I mean, it. We can, we can go to. I mean, you mentioned the the arrow upgrades, but we can go to the eastern and western fairy islands and mm-hmm. use the hammer to upgrade our yeah. arrows to ninety nine, which I greatly appreciated mm-hmm. um, because I'm gonna miss a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's been a thing. Uh, we don't have gyro control, so. Which I thought was like. One of the fairy, I think the Western Fairy Island was like the entrance was just on fire, and it was like, oh, do I have to use the ice arrows? It's like, no, I just gotta hit a switch. The three switches, yeah, at the right time. Yeah, I try to make time. it a point that I like. I will not use my fire and ice arrows for anything right now because, like, that's what this episode is is up to that point. So, like, there were there were so many times that there's a few islands I came across where I'm like, oh, I need to use my fire arrow here, and it's like. No, to, to don't do it right now, block. Jeremy. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I actually, I use the fire arrows to uh, <gasps> to light the, um, the what do you call that thing? Um, the lighthouse? Yeah, lighthouse. The lighthouse that is also a windmill, which makes no sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that it, how do lighthouse, we, uh, windmill, Ferris wheel. How, how do you get the uh, Ferris wheel going again? Um, so you have to, you, you literally just climb up a a ladder and then you either step on a switch or hit it with a hammer i forget which one no you can step on a switch that's behind the windmill but you also have to make sure the wind is facing towards the windmill okay that's it yeah so you you step on that switch with the wind blowing and then it just keeps going and then if you go there at night you can um you can go up ride the ferris wheel to the top there's a little inscription that's like Blah 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 blah. Something about fire, and so you just have to like the the lighthouse like beam is like rotating. So as it rotates, you have to shoot a fire arrow in mm-hmm. and light it up. And then if you talk to the guy right below, like right by the Ferris wheel, he'll give you a heart. And then like lighting the lighthouse also gives you uh, also unlocks a chest that has a heart piece in it. So you just get two pieces of heart back to back okay yeah i haven't gone back and done uh uh, a lot of the outset island stuff aside from when the first time we went there and and did all those little side things so i I, need to go back and finish that place off i turned in my uh my crests or whatever my knight's crests. i was one short i Um, too was like a crest short so i got my cyclone spin which is funny but i never use it anymore. never ever ever (laughs) <laughs> um, back at the but at Windfall, there's also uh, one of the girls that we saved. The rich girl is a broke thief now. now. She is a she's broke. She's, yep. And the broke girl is rich now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I I didn't talk to her, but I knew that there was a little side quest that if you tail her around, you can find her trying to rob the uh the little outdoor shop. Mm-hmm. And if you confront her now, I think you have to there. You have to say it just right. You have to talk to her just right. There's like certain things that you have to say where you have to be like compassionate, but still telling her, Let's no, I'm still going to tell uh, you know what you're doing is wrong. And you have to get her to, you know, understand the errors of her ways and want to turn around and be good. Your, your money's she'll gone. She'll give me a Accept it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, um, I started the the side quest with the the formerly poor, now rich, the nouveau riche girl, um, but I didn't <laughs> complete it. 
Yeah, what does she want to do? So this is Milo, by the way. Yeah, if you go in uh, to like where the the rich girl's dad used to be, like her dad, who's really creepy, the creepy dude who used to follow you around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's, he's like, cranky rich. Yeah, he's like, oh, I thought you were the postman. Like, I don't want to see the postman. Like, don't want to talk to him. And if you go talk to the girl, she's like, there was a moblin who just brought her all this treasure. Oh, right. That's I right. This one. I need to do this one. I, I forgot this about this. Story. So she's like, she's like, the reason that they're rich now. So the reason the other girl's poor is because they paid the pirates all this money. Like, he gave up his fortune in exchange for getting his daughter back yeah and then the poor dude his daughter when she was like trapped the moblin this moblin brought her all this jewelry and all these presents that were worth a fortune so when she came back she came back with like a a fortune and they sold all the jewelry and now they're rich but she's been writing the moblin letters and they never Mm -hmm. get there and i think the insinuation is that the dad's making sure the postman doesn't come and yeah like give his return letters so she gives you a little letter that you can go and like to the post box and mail uh, and i think you can i think you can find the postman in town but i don't know i haven't done it yet i just okay so next episode we'll get to the conclusion of this exciting <laughs> human monster love story i can't wait for the soap opera to continue uh there is also the other island that has the other bomb minigame did you guys do this? Yes, I did. I did head out and do that. I don't even know about this. So uh, it's like the it's, brother of the guy that does the battleship. It's still mini him. game. I, how can he be two places at once? Hey, man, how can he be like an entire uh, group of school children at once? Okay, cardboard. Don't, don't ask. Cardboard. Then that's the same answer I'll give you. Uh, yeah, he he's he's like one square west with a uh, a. Uh, bombing, uh, you know, degree of you know, you know, the angle of attack that you're using to shoot cannonballs at, at things. Yeah, so this is like a free form. I don't know. It feels weird to say this, but given where we are in 2020, it's almost like Angry Birds, um, <laughs> where you're you have to like it's fire these bombs at a yeah at a at a right angle. To like hit these things off in the distance, and it tells you just like the angle of it. Uh, yeah, so there's a there's a real fun trick to this. You you have five ships. You kind of have to to feel out how far away they are. You get ten shots, so you, you can do one miss to kind of get your bearing, and then then you got to nail it or or get a couple lucky shots in. Uh, but there is a trick that speedrunners use where you park. Carl out there and then you have to use uh, I think you have to use some sort of super swim to get back to the island you will drown but and the amount of time it takes you to get to swim there normally but so they use some sort of uh, glitch swimming to to park Carl in the area where you will be shooting swim to the island and then when you play the game you can shoot Carl five times so once you zero in on Carl you just just bang 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 and uh, that's how you beat the game on a speed run. <laughs> what? Yeah, because apparently his hitbox—they just—it's sitting there, so it counts as something. So and it—it's it just, just looking for five hits, and Carl counts for all five hits, and he doesn't move or blow up. So yeah, uh, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Huh. 
Uh, yeah, we don't really, you don't get anything here except for, what, a heart piece and then just move on? There's no, like, yeah. money or second treasure chart or anything like that. Uh, speaking of places where you don't really get anything except for money, uh, the boating course. You can, if you do it right, you can pay 30, pick up 150 coal, or 150 rupees, and that's about it. There's also, um, have either of you guys been to, like, I don't know how to refer to it. I think it's called the Angular Island, but it just look, it looks like a bunch of blocks. Like, it looks like a Minecraft island. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I got there, and I went into the... Like, you have to, like, climb on to one part and then fly mm-hmm. to another. And then there's just a puzzle, I guess, that's just, like, a tower of blocks, and I have no idea what to do there. Yeah, that one you was kind of You can pull them out. Yeah, huh? you, th- you can get through it. You can get through it, but you can also get to the top and not have the thing you need to finish it. Because I got up to the top, and we don't have the item we need to make a chest okay. here. Okay. Maybe I so, need to go back then. I think we've covered about enough exploring. So for the next episode, we are going to go ahead and tackle the Earth Temple. Earth Temple. Uh, we can tackle either of the two dungeons, but this is the one I... I want to get to the never-ending pit of bad guys as soon as possible, so this is the one we're going to tackle next week. Uh, For that, we are going to need to go to the Fire Mountain and get the item. Uh, You can get the fire... You can go to the Fire and Ice Mountains if you want to. That's fine, but we're going to be doing Earth Temple first, so definitely hit up the Fire Island. Uh, That will unlock our way into the Earth Temple, so we'll sail that way next time on Chat of the Wild.